Hello, this is the Miyazaki Minute. I'm Natasha DeRose. I'm Jamie DeRose. And this is a podcast where we talk about Miyazaki's movies a minute at a time. This episode is going to be about Minute 67 of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. This is a very peaceful, very quiet minute. It went by really fast because there's no talking. Yeah. So very slow minute yeah and i really enjoy this minute i really enjoy any minutes in the chambers or the vaults or whatever it's called the basement of the toxic jungle because <laughs> it's, it's just the cleanest basement ever i don't know like with post-apocalyptic worlds it's always so stressful to me because mm-hmm. it's always like oh research uh resources are limited people yeah. are dying every second you turn to the left they're dead turn to the right they're dead yeah. Everywhere, people are dying, sources are limited, people are fighting, so, like, no one has a common goal, so that means, like, they can't all work together and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, this scene, these scenes just give us, gives, like, hope and everything. Yeah. It, it like, gives, um, hope that there can be peaceful... Yeah. Like, um, I don't... Clean areas. You don't see, like, a lot of post-apocalyptic... <laughs> you can't say something? A post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. I had to do a speech in English class, I think, eighth, eighth grade year, because it was just like we were doing, like, um, speeches and rhetoric and poetry and stuff like Ugh. that. And so, like, Ugh. we had to give a speech on, like, who we thought, like, the greatest creator was, like, for music, mm-hmm. art, or something, and I did it about Hayao Miyazaki. Obviously. And so, like, I was who just else? like... I, obviously, I was talking about Nausicaa because it's my favorite movie. So I had to learn how to say post-apocalyptic. And I would like to say I kind of got better. <laughs> I, and I feel like I could recite that speech. Like, I memorized it, like, 100%. Like, so hard. But, like, the idea of looking up and staring at someone's face just made me look down. Like, I would not have looked down yeah. at all if there weren't people there. I did have to recite a poem in, like, seventh grade, but not a poem that I made, just, like, a random poem. Oh, it wasn't a poem. It was just a speech. Oh. Thank God. I did have to recite a poem, and, like, she's just like, okay, make eye contact with the crowd. And I'm just like, no. (laughs) And, and, like, my teacher said, oh, you can just look back at the back wall, and it'll look like you're making eye contact contact with people. And I, like, memorized that poem so hard as well. (laughs) I didn't look down. Here's the thing, though. Usually when I give, like, public speeches, in my mind, I'm so calm. I think everything's fine. But then my whole body is having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Like, my leg is shaking so much. Like, it's, it's like I was running a marathon or something. It wasn't just, like, a little twitch. Yeah. It's so crazy how, like, my body just, like, <laughs> was shaking so much. Like, like my hands are always at a constant shaking. Like, mm-hmm. if I, like, raise my hand and talk in class, it, my hands shake. Um, when I, we, me and you and our dad, we were changing the oil, mm-hmm. and you guys were looking at me pouring new oil in, and I don't yeah. know why. Just being like, they're watching you. My hand was just like, <laughs> shake, shake. Here's the thing with me. I know I'm nervous, so I can, like, force myself to not be in some situations. Really? But sometimes I can't. Sometimes I just can't control my body. Like, I, f- I think that I'm fine and my bo- and my mind's fine, but my body's just like, we're about to die. And I'm just like, no. And they're like, yes. <laughs> How about no? Okay, continue. Yeah, like a post-apocalyptic world. You don't see a lot in movies of post-apocalyptic worlds where there's, like, so much hope. It's mostly just about, like, 
like a group of people trying to fight against something with like like no hope and i'm just like what's the point of this if they're all gonna die anyway i feel like there's like a little bit of hope at the end Mm -hmm. like like anytime but usually like you said it's not really a lot usually it's like right at the end well i feel like with nausicaa i didn't really think of it as a post-apocalyptic world because like i didn't think i just watched it (laughs) to be honest Mm -hmm. like like, the first couple times, I was just like, yay, movie, let's go. But yay. it is kind of a little, like, I don't know, scary at times. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when they say, like, um, especially, like, the old men later say, like, the poison of the toxic jungle, like, seeps into us, even if we're, like, we live so close to it. Like, that's what killed King Jill. Just living close, mm-hmm. living in proximity to it yeah. without even, like, breathing in the air just like disabled him in like yeah like to like like gall later says like like the poison is turning his hands to stone and stuff like oh, that just like don't say that and man. that I was like it was that. very stressful because mm-hmm. thinking like oh you have a limited time like no matter where you go your the poison's gonna get you yeah but i like to think with this minute like there's hope for the future mm-hmm. mostly because it's like showing like what the toxic jungle's capable capable of mm-hmm. it's capable of making like a safe clean environment mm-hmm. and it just needs time to let that like it's it's a long process and it needs time to make more of these vaults more of these chambers and then like once all the poison's gone the like the chambers can take over on land yeah i think like it just it's like, like we can start over it's been a thousand years and they've gone this far it's gonna take some time but yeah. like it's not that far off to be honest. Okay. Minute it's cute. 67 starts with trunks. <laughs> Nausicaa walking around tree trunks. They're huge. She's tiny. It's adorable. <laughs> and then it ends with Nausicaa holding a little sand bit between her fingers. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, that sand is so crystallized and beautiful. Yes. I just want to eat it for some reason. I have a, mm-hmm. I was like, that would be good to eat. My body's like, but it's crystal. Shut up. Eat it. Shush. Shush. Um, so, Nasca's walking around, and she sees us, like, this huge, massive tree. And she says, like, what a magnificent tree. It is glorious. It is glorious. And, like, Nasca leans her ear against the tree. And she's smiling, and she's, like, she's, like, hearing water. And she says, like, even though the tree's dead, water still flows through it. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, so at peace, and she's just so happy. Like, yeah. she's just like, this is like, this is like, I don't know, what she hoped or what she thought, mm-hmm. or she's just like so happy that this exists. Yeah. And then, um, like a bunch of sand fra- falls from the ceiling, just like how Nausicaa and Ashbel fell into this area, and it's mm-hmm. just falling for like- There's only one way in, quicksand. <laughs> quicksand. The door. <laughs> um, so it's like- falling and it's falling and then it's like shrinking as it's falling yeah it's like fading and shrinking and getting smaller it's like a whole half of this minute so it's just like yeah that's that's sank. where the time went into making this yeah and then nausicaa just like trots over there and she picks up a piece of sand and she's like wow sand cool crystallized sand crystallized <sighs> Well, that's it for that minute. It is very short, and it's very sad, because I wanted... The scene is, like, so beautiful, and I I love this scene, and I wanted to give it justice, but, like, I can't really describe what's 
happening as much as I can. Yeah. With the skills I have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's it. Now, section number two, story time. <laughs> Guys, have you heard of poker? What? Obviously. Have you, have you found yourself asking yourself, what is poker? What are the rules? What exactly is it? What's its deal, you know? You've always heard of it in movies. Yeah, and like seen people playing it, maybe? Like maybe? around a table with just like a little, little dingy light. And like <laughs> smoke just coming from cigarettes? Mm-hmm. You know what we're talking about. Obviously. So recently, our dad taught us poker, and it's a lot more about the betting than I originally thought. It's like... 95% betting. And I yeah. was kind of annoyed at that. Me too. Because I'm not one to take risks. I'm not one to <laughs> just be like... Especially about money, because that's scary. Oh, and especially about, um, like, a game I don't really know that well. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't know how to succeed in. Mm-hmm. Which is very annoying. Like, when you're playing a game for the first time, or you're playing a game that you're bad at... Yeah. This is just me. I'm very competitive, and I'm a sore loser, so I'm like, F this game! I'm out! I don't care! Yeah, I like playing games. I'm good at it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's mostly about, like, the money. And, like, there's certain rules that, like, make you bet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's... Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> and, like, when I did, like, win the round and, like, got all the money, I was, like, shaking so much. And I couldn't keep it together for the next round. I My brain was like, here's the plan of action. We can try hard at this game. It's going to be hard because we barely know the rules. Because, like, it's supposed to, like... There's, like, ten different card things you're supposed to look for. Like, uh-huh. a straight, a flush, a pair. And there was a little cheat sheet, but I'm just like, this makes no sense to me. And it's like... And I feel like if I stared at it for so long, I would give away what I have mm-hmm. in something like that. So it's, like, very defensive. It's just like, okay, we got to play like we don't care. <laughs> so that we don't get <laughs> emotionally hurt or butt hurt or something like that. And we don't care if we lose. I'm yeah. protecting myself. <laughs> Let's go. So I started just being like, okay, I have a pair. Let's pretend no one else has anything. Let's bet like crazy. Let's not bet like crazy, but let's like act crazy. <laughs> and like trick everyone else to thinking that, well, not like trick everyone else, but like you're, make sh- people continue playing. Like your confidence <laughs> In the game was like the betting seemed so much like fake confidence. It was. We were all just like she has nothing, right? And right. I, and then she had a full house. She just put down. She's like I genuinely what? didn't know I had a full house. All I saw was I had a pair, and I was thinking every single time I was wrong. Every single time though, like no one else had anything. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let's just make sure everyone keeps playing, cause that would be more exciting, you know? Like yeah. no one just like folds or anything. Yeah. And I I didn't really want to fold, cause like I didn't know if I had good cards or not, and I feel like if I folded, folding I would lose. was always like an option in the back of my head. But I'm just like, oh, I want to see the next card that they're gonna flip over, cause I maybe, because maybe there's a chance, because but. Then I thought about probability, and I'm just like, there's only one of these cards that I need. The probability that someone else has it, or that yeah. it's not the card that's going to be flipped over, is very unlikely. Stop thinking about that. It was a fun character I made. It was awesome. <laughs> I had so much fun. You found another personality living inside your brain. <laughs> Always fun. It, it, this person was just obsessed with getting hun- hundred <laughs> chips, little hundos. <laughs> so we had like 5, crazy. 10, 15, 100 chips, and like... I was just like, okay, your goal is not to win, because if you don't win, that's going to make you really sad. But your goal is to get hundos. Have fun and get the hundos. She was, like, 
harassing my hundos, and I'm just like, stop being weird. <laughs> I need my hundos. And I got them all, and I was so happy. It was marvelous. <laughs> and, like, the element of surprise, like, my not all, not even knowing my own cards, <laughs> like, that just made it, like, so Sometimes much fun. Sometimes she would bet without even looking at her cards first. Yeah. I'm just like, really? It was more okay. about, like playing everyone else instead of, like, playing my cards. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I want Jamie to give me my, her, her hundo. So I'm going to, like, slowly raise the bet every time. And <laughs> she's going to have to be forced to use the hundred. But she didn't. But she had to. I would <laughs> never give in. She only gave me the hundred because she had to, like, exchange it for smaller cards. Yeah. Smaller chips because she was broke. I was broke. I really wanted to play a board game because... Usually during Christmas time and Thanksgiving or like holidays when we visit our cousins or something like that, we usually play Uno or Clue or Uno's a board a, game. Uno's a good one. And it's 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 so much fun to like play a board game with them because like I know them and yeah. I can mess with them but also be funny at the same time. Yeah. So I can make them have make them have a fun time and I have a fun time and I won't get angry if I lose because if I'm playing with Jamie over and over again. Oh. Uh. I'm, I feel like I, I feel like I would just go insane just playing the same game. And it's not yeah. fun unless you play a bunch of games, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, like, we have a lot of cousins, so it's fun mm-hmm. that way. And since of, like, the coronavirus and stuff, we weren't able to, like, go over to our, our cousin's house and play games like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was just like, I need we need something. something. So then we started playing, like, 99, which is, like, a game... Um, our family usually plays, like, on the holidays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, s- m- training so that next... Usually, I don't play because I, I don't remember the rules or, like, I try to stressful. play, but I always get so disappointed when I lose. Oh, yeah. But then I forget about it, like, the next minute, so I'm <laughs> fine. Yeah, but, like, it was fun. I, like, you always need, like... Like, the holidays is a good, like, point to just be like, here's a time to play with people friends play with people you know mm-hmm. like because like if you just keep doing the same thing every day it's gonna be like wow same as yesterday wow so much fun so great love it yeah and i like playing games to mess with people <laughs> to be crazy i like playing games to have something to do mostly mm. i can't think of another reason yeah, I like I like messing with people. That's that's all I, I do. I like watching people getting messed with. Oh my god, we're a pair, we're a duo. So fun. So fun. Okay, sorry, that was kind of sad ending. Well, that's this. That's yep. That's it. Jamie, do the outro. That's it for this episode. I'm Jamie DeRose. I'm Natasha DeRose. I did it. <laughs> next episode, we're gonna talk about minute sixty-eight of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. The 68th one.